Welcome to Gladys's Kitchen, the culinary show recorded live in Gladys's very own kitchen, located on the other side of the Crow River, bringing generations together with generous recipes. Here's your host, Chef Gladys Bonima. Uh, welcome to Gladys's Kitchen, the Gladys Kitchen on this side of the Crow River. Uh, I'm your host, Gary from South Dakota, filling in for Gladys and coming to you live from her uh, kitchen slash studio here on the other side of the Crow River. Uh, and I must say, uh, it is uh, nothing short of a lovely day here uh, on the Bonnie Bonnie Banks of said river. Uh, such a, a tranquil waterway, uh, which I'm sure helps Gladys, uh, giving her insight inspiration to prepare these plentiful meals uh, served to a slurry of kind-hearted locals uh, and politely curious and never nosy travelers alike. As you know, uh, Chef Gladys Bonima is a world-renowned chef, lovely woman, and sprightly, uh, that's right, sprightly offensive tackle for her church's flag football team. Uh, Today's recipe uh, is being revealed uh, thanks in part to to our uh, one, uh, one of a native listener of, of the Windy City, uh, 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 Rebecca. She helped us out get uh, get this together uh, along with Marv. Uh, and today's recipe is being revealed for the first time uh, in seventy one years. That's right, folks. The last time any soul on this planet ever allowed the whole and exclusive contents of this recipe to enter their mouth was seventy one years ago. 71 years ago, uh, which is in the exact amount of time between the two most recent trips to the World Series uh, for none other than those Cubbies from the heart of the Windy City. How about them Cubbies, folks? How about them Cubbies? Uh, today's recipe... Today's recipe is none other than goat cheese curds uh, with some spicy honey on top. Uh, as you may know, Marv is in fact uh, registered by the uh, Cubbies organization as their number six fan. Uh, it's quite the distinction, uh, quite the distinction. As you know, uh, actor, philanthropist, and baseball enthusiast, uh, a part owner of the uh, of the St. Paul Saints, Bill. Uh, Bill Murray is, in fact, the number two fan. Now, uh, there's a quite a bit of speculation out there, but nobody quite knows uh, who their number one fan is. But uh, I can assure you, folks, uh, that they are essential, essential to the Cubbies organization uh, from their fine custodial staff, which keeps the floors uh, of Wrigley worthy of dining off of, all the way up to Chris Bryant, uh, who not only was the NL Rookie of the Year, but uh, according to my wife, has the eyes that would have made Mother Teresa blush. Now, Marv, uh, as the number six fan of the Cubbies and their minor league affiliates, took it upon himself to ensure without a shadow of a doubt that the uh, mystic forces which are obliged to resonate with the most intricate uh, and passionate acts of superstition uh, were acting in good favor of the cubbies. Uh, Now, folks, I want to let you know that these mystic forces uh, often, uh, if not always, uh, sway every single sporting event ever. Uh, so you can understand what we're dealing with here. Now, for the for, for the first and hopefully not the last time, this recipe was found and perfected by Marv, given to Gladys to be made suitable for her needs in her kitchen. And then oddly enough, uh, for reasons uh, which still haven't been explained to me, 
this recipe was given to me to present to you, uh, our listener uh, and potential cat herder, though um, in a few liberties with. Sorry, Marv, didn't mean to uh, embarrass you like that. I want to give a big thanks to Gertrude, the uh, universally well-received queen of phantom power, and for Marv, uh, our helping hand in the studio. When I flew in this morning, I took a chopper from the slopes of Kilimanjaro. I was doing a, a little open-air festival over there. Uh, no trouble coming back, though. No trouble. Took the chopper this morning. I called Marv to let him know, uh, and he said, we don't have a place to land that bird. Uh, and I said, Marv, we got we to gotta have something. So uh, he built a helicopter pad on the roof of the building. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me how. You'd have to talk to Marv. Uh, but he's a quiet soul. He's not going to share his trade secrets. But we had a nice, uh, we had a nice pad to land on. And of course, uh, of course, we want to give uh, a big thanks to our very own Duchess of the Delicious, uh, to Chef Gladys Bonema for preparing the script. Uh, today. Uh, as you know, the curse of the billy goat has afflicted the cubbies for 71 years, uh, brought on by the sole proprietor of the Windy City's very own Billy Goat Tavern, uh, as, as revenge for not allowing his Billy Goat Murphy to remain within the hallowed walls of Wrigley Field during Game 4 of the 1945 World Series. Now, uh, if I can quote William, our, our devious sorcerer and impassionate Cubbies fan, as he was leaving the ballpark per the request of the ballpark management who were citing the insidious odor wafting from the hide of the foul creature, William shouted back in staunch destitution, them cubs, they ain't gonna win no more. This curse uh, was apparently sent a first-class postage to those watchmen of the superstitious, those who grant favor upon the loyal and obsessive, uh, and was thus, this curse was thus a preventative measure from allowing the Cubbies to even step foot on the greenest grass in the explored universe, which, as we know, is the grass of the World Series. Through Marv's extensive research, he found the way to reverse the curse was to prepare this very meal in the exact way that I will state below. And I suppose, I suppose you could adapt this for your very own kitchen. You know, Gladys did here and there, but she's a world-renowned chef. Uh, you know, a lovely woman, by the way. Uh, but if you are in need of curse reversal, uh, I'm going to give it to you how Marv performed this thankless task to propel the cubbies uh, to an exciting Game 7 victory. Uh, and securing their name uh, in the chronicles of baseball royalty first... First, you must acquire the goat cheese. Now, this can't just be any goat cheese. This can't, this can't, you can't just get any goat cheese as you want to make the reverse of the curse. This needs to be the cheese, uh, the, the goat cheese, the milk needs to be able to trace back to Murphy, the original Billy Goat. Now, luckily, luckily for you folks at home, Marv has published his travels in the Gladys's Kitchen Travelogue Guest Series, ironically, edition 71, available for pre-order now in hardcover or paperback. This book walks you through step-by-step, conversation-by-conversation, how he went about locating the current goats of eligible bloodline. Now, obtain enough milk uh, to culture into uh, roughly 11 ounces of goat cheese. Uh, Be sure to use your Gladys's Kitchen Cheese Culturing Guidebook. I read it once, and I'm no literary critic, uh, but I'd have to be honest and say it's not Gladys's best writing. I, I thought at times it was a little cheesy. What? Did you 
get a hold of that one, buddy? Did you get did you get a little cheesy? Her writing <laughs> go, Marv. Oh man, we have too much fun here. Okay, so on with the ingredients. Marv uh, didn't mean to sidetrack with the whole team with that zinger there. I know. Uh, okay, so we need a third of a cup of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon freshly ground pepper, a large egg, not ostrich size, but uh, you know, let's not make it a contest, folks. Just a grade A large egg was going to do the trick. Uh, three the three quarter teaspoon sea uh, sea salt. Uh, two two third cups of uh, panko. This is a Japanese uh, breadcrumb. If you don't know anyone from J- Japan, I'd recommend getting an international uh, pen pal and learning the ins and outs of panko. Uh, two cups, uh, two cups of grapeseed oil. And now people say this is hard to find. I say, if you're not willing to look and take your cats and find a new hobby, because clearly cooking isn't your thing. A tablespoon of honey. Uh, Gladys's Kitchen Beekeeping 101 is a great resource. A tablespoon minced chives and a fourth of a teaspoon uh, of dried crushed red pepper. Uh, you'll notice later that I'd leave the chives out because I think the chives are the devil's food. Now, the preparation on this dish is a doozy, folks. A doozy. Don't be ashamed if you've got to rewind this a few times to make sure you get all the details, because I swear to the ghost of Pete Sampras, you don't want to screw this one up. So, sorry, what's that, Mark? Ooh, my apologies. I, I, I am given to understand that Pete Sampras is, in fact, very much alive, quite healthy, and, and in fact, uh, living a wonderful life. Uh, so fast fact-checking, folks. That's what we get here. Nothing nothing but the facts. Now, this recipe cannot begin until you've traveled to the Windy City. Uh, now, this part is going to get a little shaky, but, but folks, uh, but folks, you're not making history. You're baking history. Them cubbies don't know it. Them cubbies don't know it, but they need you. They need you. Now, during Game 7 of the World Series, you need to go to the Billy Goat Tavern. As far as I know, as far as I know, they do not take reservations, so plan accordingly. Don't bother finding a seat and uh, make sure to have all of your materials in a safe and concealed bag because you don't want to look suspicious. Uh, Take your ingredients into the bathroom. This part, folks, uh, for those listening at home, this part is essential to the success of the dish. You're going to have to empty, uh, find an empty stall uh, and make your post there. Don't ask me why, folks. This is just the way it needs to be done. You go into the stall, uh, you need to disconnect the water from the toilet and flush it so the toilet bowl is then empty. Now, using your Gladys's Kitchen Sanitize Anything to Cook Guide uh, and Resource Bin clean the toilet bowl using a food grade sanitization letting the foam sit and settle for at least 10 minutes don't fear the foam folks don't fear the foam rinse out that bowl uh so it's nice and squeaky clean but don't fear the foam next you're gonna need some sort of uh, of a rubber stopper Yes, a rubber stopper, uh, and now you're going to ensure that the bottom of the bowl won't take any, won't take away any of the oil that you're going to be using. So place the stopper uh, in the bowl and then proceed to pour your grapeseed oil. I know I said two cups before, but uh, as I'm looking at a toilet here, uh, but fill the bowl to about two-thirds uh, up to the brim. Then you're going to need to set up a quick propane heater on either side of the bowl, preferably both sides, so you can light a fire and get that oil up to 375 degrees. Now this is going to take a while so you can commence in the first step uh, part 1A of the superstitious journey. Now you're going to want to take a Cubs men's tie and 
Tie it around your noggin. Now put put on a, uh, uh, some large black rim glasses, all I you know Harry Carey and Presidiel. It could be, it might be, it is a home run, uh, just like how Harry Carey did it. I'm not sure if that's exactly how he did it, but uh, again, artistic liberties here at Gladys's Kitchen in a small bowl, uh, not the one with the oil in it, a different one. Combine your flour and black pepper. In another bowl, still not the one with the oil in it, folks, still not the one with the oil in it, whisk together an egg and some salt, uh, and just a splash of water, a splash of water. Uh, In a third bowl, I know what you're thinking, and you're wrong. It's not the one with the oil in it. Place your panko uh, in in about a half a teaspoon uh, of salt. Now, this is uh, your final bowl. So you've got four bowls in business right now. Uh, you've got your flour and pepper. You got your egg. You got your panko. You got your oil. So now this is when our goat cheese comes into play. You'll need to take it out and start rolling it into little balls. Uh, all the while saying another hairy quote: "What mama bear? What does mama bear on the pill in the World Series have in common? No cubs." <laughs> That's a good one, Harry. That's a good one, folks. You need to say that for each curd. It is essential. Then once you've rolled up your cheese curds, you're going to want to run them through your flour and pepper, dredge them through your egg, and cover them in your panko. Then place them on a tray and slide them into your Gladys's Kitchen portable freezer. Uh, after about 20 minutes, and you're ready to go. Uh, you should have your cheese curds ready to roll, your emptied and sanitized toilet bowl with grapeseed oil, uh, which should be cruising in at a hot, hot to the touch, 375 degrees. Now this is where the magic happens, folks. You're going to plop a few of these cheese curds uh, into your makeshift deep fryer for about two minutes. Now you're looking for that golden brown edge, uh, that golden brown edge, then remove them with your Gladys's Kitchen slotted uh, spoon, Chicago Cubs edition, and dry on a towel. If you don't have paper towel, toilet paper's going to do. Believe me, Marv had to do it. Marv had to do it, and the Cubbies won. The Cubbies won, so you maybe want to just go with the toilet paper. Once you've got your cheese balls out, drizzle a little honey on them and sprinkle on some red pepper flakes. Now, you'll need to go make a sacrifice of these cheese balls uh, to the current owner of the Billy Goat Tavern. Tell he or she, depending on when you need to perform the task, that they are responsible for eating one. You and the owner must eat a cheese curd simultaneously. Now, I would recommend making sure that the Cubs, uh, the owner of the Billy Goat Tavern is also wearing a Cubs tie around their head and large black rimmed glasses. If these Cubbies lose the lead during the game, repeat the process until they won. Uh, this is a ceremony befit for only the bravest souls, folks. So prepare this if you're up to the challenge and ready and only when you're ready to receive the consequences if performed incorrectly. For those of you in the Windy City, Marv did what he did uh, only out of service to the Cubbies. He asks for no thanks, nothing in return. He's simply glad to see uh, the the Cubbies finally bring one home for the home crowd. Uh, For those keeping track at home, I rooted for the Indians and I was simply devastated. But now that I know what it takes, rest assured, Cleveland, rest assured, uh, I will be prepared to swim the favor of the mystic powers which control the outcome of every sporting event ever uh thanks to marv uh this has been gladys's kitchen with your guest host gary from south dakota next week gladys will be continuing her cooking for one series it's never too late for chinese takeout remember folks you're not making history you're baking history the gladys's kitchen podcast is produced by mike lauer and mark vaillancourt and is a production of bcp studios 
Find us online on Facebook at Gladys Kitchen Show. 